What's up, everyone? I'm Gavin or Tweak. Yo, it's Pink. What up, what up, Charles? What's up, everyone? I'm back. It's Matt, a.k.a. Has. What's Let's going go. on, everyone? Yeah, you weren't here last time. Has no, back. New has back. That's right. What's going on, everyone? I missed you guys. I missed you too, chat. What's up? As Heckles. As Heckles. <laughs> Charles Has. What was the what was Marcus Marcus Mumbles? That was so good. That was a good one. That's mate, mate. crazy. <laughs> All the multiverses of uh, Tweak talks. Mm-hmm. Tweak speaks, dude. Still let down. But... As of this episode, we are talking about a new game. We are talking about a game with Slingshot. Oh, it's Gamer's World now. I was like, what the <laughs> heck? What game are we talking about today? Like, <laughs> releasing something we don't know about? Like, I'm curious to hear everyone's like thoughts on like the impacts and like maybe your own specific characters and stuff. I guess I'll start. Uh, I've been playing Diddy and Sephiroth. And Diddy doesn't really do much uh, with Slingshot traditionally because he doesn't have much like air drift, right? Uh you can get like max range, like forward airs with the flick shot, which is cool. Um, and there's also like a a trick where if you do a flick shot into like a rising monkey flip, you actually like command grab people on platforms faster than normal. So he does like stuff like that where he like benefits from it, but not like traditionally, I guess. Um, and then Sephiroth, I feel like it's just purely traditionally like movement, like not much like pressure there, or like. Right? combos or anything yeah mostly just like flick shotting for like movement and neutral which is really helpful but yeah it's not like the most revolutionary thing ever to my gameplay at the moment but it is something that's really nice especially for like uh keeping up in neutral with sephiroth which i've been doing it for a while but it just didn't really have much of a name right right just like roaring in neutral. my secret conversation with gimmer so for my character, um, I don't know if y'all saw, but in the video, right, uh, in like the trailer video, there's like this part where I say like, "What am I supposed to do with that?" Like that's that's because like, it, you literally didn't know what to do. There's not really much that Min Min like. She's not like hitting your shield with a safe move and then like doing something afterward right like in the the best thing she has is that it allows like full drift like retreating jumping ram rams right like or like it allows you to yeah. also do like full drift retreating like um switches so like let's say you have like ram ram out and you want to switch to megawatt and retreat at the same time like you can full drift switch like by pressing that diagonal when you do the diagonal it'll switch to megawatt or whatever like you get that but i already knew like it wasn't going to be crazy for min min maybe somebody i mean there's a lot of lab monsters like maybe like slam jam or something will figure something out but um i knew for me personally as min min it wasn't going to affect much now i've also been playing a lot of marth um and movement wise that joint is crazy on marth like i'm not gonna hold you like yeah you you can it's like cross ups all over the place like you can do like down tilt and if they try to like punish you like moving forward like a forward area or something out of shield like you flank shot away you get like you know something like falling near one into whatever like you get whatever you imagine um 
there's like setups where you can do like falling up air on shield and if they keep shielding because um you condition them that you'll do like up air jab right so you condition them to keep holding shield you could do like flank shot um shield breaker downward and it'll break their shield like there's there's some stuff for for marth for sure um and just movement wise in general uh, a lot of times like with characters that you want to use falling aerials with to like get things started um it can be kind of hard to like position yourself for that especially if you like poke them and then you try to do dash back because sometimes your dash back gets caught um so and normally like because you want to do that falling aerial you would have to do dash back jump then fall right so um to get the facing forward aerial so it's just cool that you can do that um so with those two i mean it's like completely drastic differences right like min min doesn't get much out of it as far as we know and then marth gets like a ton out of it so i obviously it's like a character dependent thing and because it only applies to certain characters and it may make some characters better and some characters worse i i guess it is technically meta changing right because it's like changing how good some care it, it might change or affect how good certain characters are right so We'll, we'll see moving forward. Um, I hope it doesn't turn into a Smash 4 where, you know, perfect pivots were, like, supposed to be great and then nobody really used them except for, like, 10 players at the top level, so it didn't really get much use. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think we'll see is, like, the number one thing here. And I love the way – one thing that Gamer did so well is he framed this tech as in, like, it's going to take time to really figure out yeah. how to implement this and how it's going to work. And I think, like, the top three characters out of the gate – or I'd say top four that I've seen so far that it's going to impact. Um, Sheik, which we talked about a ton, which is good anyway because, like, the player base is full of lab monsters anyway that want to push that character because their combos are so sick and satisfying to hit. So she And their top player is obviously a lab monster 2 Void, which will help out a lot. Sheik, Wolf, I've seen a lot of good stuff for. Obviously, Lucas, which is kind of a meme, but at the same time, it, it does really impact the way the character moves and how he flows. Then Palu, too. It looked like there were some more consistent ways to hit, like, back airs and other stuff with her. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty interesting. And all those characters, except for, like, Lucas, were all considered, like, really top, you know, consistent threats in the game. So it be interesting to see how it affects everyone. With that being said, like, I still think what Gamer said is, is super true, where it's going to take a lot of time for that to really develop and to happen um, before we see it really take shape and form. And I think until it's applied in a tournament setting, until you can really see how it, how big of an impact is it really going to have? Is it really worth learning? And I think like, if nothing else, like some of the stuff I've seen for Shoto's like Terry, it started with like slingshot falling up air onto shield, which I think is something that Terry is needed to do anyway, or think about into their game plan. So even if it doesn't have the impact of like, wow, everyone's slingshotting everywhere. Like it's crazy. It might be like, it might change the way that you look at some characters or the way that they apply pressure anyway, um, outside of slingshot. So I think regardless, it's really refreshing. It's great to see everyone on Twitter get hyped about something and like talk about new tech and envision the game in new ways and try to implement new stuff. So the overall impact, you got to wait and see, I think, and which is also exciting in its own right too. So it'll be cool. And, in a roster this huge with characters that are all so different and might be able to use it in different ways. I'm pretty excited to see exactly what's going to happen here. Who knows? So it's, if nothing else, it's really exciting to be a part of a time where the meta can be redefined. It can be changed and can be looked at at least under a different scope. So we'll see. I, I have faith in it though. We'll see. My favorite thing about it is, uh, 
going back to what Marcus said about like uh, using it to like avoid your dash back getting caught. Like instead of dashing back, like going into like a flick shot or whatever, like shifting your hurt box in a in a better way. That's my personal favorite because yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been like hit out of shield for like doing Diddy Kong's like extremely safe back air, but my dash back gets caught or like down tilting with Diddy Kong, which is like relatively safe, at least to avoid like shield grabs and then like getting caught when I dash back or something. So like having like an alternative method to avoid that is, is so refreshing because like I hate playing by the numbers and then like getting hit by the thing I was trying to avoid. Like it's like so upsetting (laughs) for like so many different reasons. Uh, That's my personal favorite thing about it, especially with Sephiroth where it's like, I'm like spacing my moves and I'm like retreating to a better spot really fast. And I'm also just not worrying about any of the, the things you're throwing at me or something like I'm just out of there completely without like, you know, shifting my hurt box towards you and risking something crazy happening. That's my favorite thing about it for sure. Just the consistency of it. Yeah. I think uh, the two strongest things about this tech is the, and you know, I've, I've talked with one of the things void said, I think is a really good point is tech doesn't necessarily have to be something super brand new. Obviously this is a culmination of a bunch of things that we already knew about combined with the buffer system. The presentation was amazing in terms of breaking down the buffer system, how you're abusing the buffer system with all these other things that we knew about. Um, but if you can find, cause doing IRR is a one frame window according to Gamer, right? So making IRRs from one frame window to like a, you know, seven frame buffer window is huge, right? And that's why, you know, we knew about the Lucas Infinite before, but now it's way more consistent to do IRR Nair. So that opens up the floodgates. The two strongest thing about Slingshot is the consistency it brings to the table and the hurtbox shift. Those two things are the absolute strongest. So even really simple combos were like even void was showing me he loves doing forward tilt into flick shot full hop bear and you get sour bear and then you connect it into a strong bear and it's a kill confirm and he's like with flick this was super hard to do without flick shot because you had to do a frame one perfect full hop irar which is now (laughs) let's not get into the reason why doing a full hop aerial is a one fucking frame input that's a whole nother discussion about this but you know some of the frustrations about this game how some of the very should be very simple things to do because i'll tell you right now in smash 4 doing a fucking full hop aerial buffered follow-up with that buffer system was very easy but kind of turning this buffer system into something that was very frustrating now we can use it and actually, you know, execute some of these things that we had issues with. So the consistency, the hurt box shift, but those are like in game the two things by far that are the best things about this. And like the the new thing to the table being the actual like shots, the slingshots, the hurt box shift is something that I don't think we really knew about, or I mean, it wasn't what didn't really bring the it wasn't in light. And that's another cool thing about this tech. It's a culmination of a bunch of stuff. So. We knew about a lot of like this IRR stuff and all this other things, but now I see even more players doing like ledge slip tech, like just all the tech that we've known about for years is kind of being quote unquote rediscovered because everyone's getting hype about tech again. And there's not a, there's not a lot of tech in 
ultimate unless you're steve steve is like the only like tech character i feel like in terms of like heavy heavy tech uh but yeah it's really cool to see every like my personal favorite thing is the community just like getting hyped about lagging and trying to figure out stuff and really understanding momentum you, i do think this is character specific like i think sh it completely changes the way she can play because doing like you know you you turn a situation like falling fair on shield which is like that is the aerial like if you count how many times she does a falling fair on your shield during a match you know in in a singular game it's going to be a lot it's going to be in the double digits yeah. like free so you changing that particular situation like i think she becomes a very different character i i don't know if it makes her like extremely stronger or not um i think it definitely gives her a lot more options which i guess in turn do, does make her stronger so i i do think this makes she a lot stronger because you i've seen like it's it's been two to three days or whatnot or not and it hasn't even been like a week yet and the shit i'm seeing void do is absolutely insane i, I think void is very has a very creative mind for tech and he's just really good with it but it took him a while to really implement perfect pivots, but this this is like feels like easier. Um, yeah, he, you know dude, what I'm saying he, because of the buffer system. His his reaction was so good, like when the light bulb went off, like when he went. Yeah, like, like that face was so good, dude. It was I such love a good that reaction. It was so, so good, man. And you could just see the wheels turning. And I, Charles, I think we were kind of talking about the same thing, but it was just even the memes, like everything coming out of like the last couple days of this tech, like it was just a really refreshing time in Ultimate's timeline. Like just to be a part, like. There's hope for characters like, oh, maybe this will help my character get better at some matchups or some things that they struggle in. These memes are, it was a really fun, let's be real. Like that was really funny, obviously. Like, the oh delay, like, yeah, that, the, the whole meme sucks, where like, like Gimmer oh, delayed it for dude. a couple of days or whatever. The oh memes that came out of that, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Was, dude. Gimmer's Absolutely. legs when he gets to the lab, like it's like buff caps and stuff. Like, it was so, dude, it was such a funny time to be on so Smash Twitter, which is not every day, which is really good. It was just, it was really just a great week, honestly, for Smash Ultimate Twitter, which was so good. So yeah, man, it's good. I'm I'm hopeful. I think which is exactly what I think Gimmer wanted, which is amazing. So we'll see how much it really works out, but I'm I'm pretty excited to see the final results here. But we'll get into it. Yeah, I think I think it'll we'll, we'll definitely see it, and we're already seeing clips of it. I mean, obviously, it's not tournament clips and stuff like that. But even when I I think the craziest thing about this tech is that it's so easy to do that <laughs> what, is the, so, what was that <laughs> what the heck <laughs> what is that i don't know that that's gamer when he got to the lab that's gamer <laughs> well good for him <laughs> I can't maximize yeah. i couldn't see the whole image anyway sorry Go ahead. but yeah i think uh i think this tech is so easy and i think it just goes really well with sword characters in general Sword um, characters, yeah. Any forward facing, like, oh, I, I just want a really quick break down the stats. So for flick shot, um, you're basically banking off of your initial dash momentum and your uh your uh max airspeed. Mm -hmm. So if your max airspeed is trash, then you're not gonna go that far with the flick shot. That's why Lucas is so great because and then um, hold shot. You're more so. It's all about your air acceleration. How 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 fast is your air acceleration, and how can it can combat your initial dash speed and come back in, right? So obviously Lucas is the best because, or one of the best because you have high air acceleration and high air drift. So just like knowing that, see, and even 
more people might be interested in like even stats in general because like oh well why is it better for x character why is it yeah. better for this character right and even like for fox it, it just sucks because or it does, i don't think it sucks for fox but it's definitely not that great because you probably could just full hop anyway to get the nair right but i like once you understand all of this you can kind of craft what you can start doing with your character right fox's forward air is not really like a pressure it's more of a commitment it has a little bit of lag right it's not like a chic fair or like a sortie fair like byleth or you know marth fair stuff like that so if your cr character pressures with like a very long distance fair or a lagless fair um you can kind of set yourself up into that rinse repeat situation or I think the most common thing that we're going to see, and a lot of players have already, I've already seen clips, clips of player doing this, is you pressure someone's shield, you flick shot back if they roll, because rolling is a very common, like, cross-up roll to, like, claim stage control, say you're cornering them, right? And they cross-up roll you, and you're already flick-shotting flick, flick shotting back, then you can get a falling aerial on the punish on the roll on reaction, right? So that, I think, will probably be one of the more common situations. And because it's so easy, because it you can use it in these very like out say very common situations for very common answers to shield pressure. I think we'll even see players like Leo and Spargo uh, use it. And and the thing is with Leo and Spargo, you know, they're, they're players that keep things very simple. Obviously like they'll play very fast. They're, you know, the best players we got in the world right now. Right. And they are very simple with their game plans, but this is so like, I feel like, this is so good and so simple that they, they are even willing to add it to their game plan, right? Because there's other players that will take, will put more time into tech and you like, they'll take the risk of using high execution stuff, right? Like I think Tweak is one of those players where he, he'll risk using high execution stuff in bracket, even though it's just harder to do and you could flub it, right? But he compensates that with just like grinding the tech out. Whereas Spargo and Leo, they'll, they'll just keep it more simple. And, I mean, you, you can kind of get away with that with sword characters as well, right? Like sword characters, you know, their strategy is very simple, just mainly stage positioning wise. But I think we'll even see players, like my main point is we'll even see players like Spargo and Leo probably implement this into their play because it's so accessible. It's yeah, so Leo was really quick to practice it and do a bunch of stuff with it uh, from what I noticed. And even Spargo too, like um, they seemed like kind of like going back to what we were talking about with void, like being super interested in it and like the, the gears were turning immediately. I saw the same thing with Leo and Spargo, which is like a bit surprising that basically it just shows the potential of the tech in the first place. Right. If like every play style of top player is like, yeah, like I want to use this in my game plan. Like right now it's pretty interesting and sword characters benefit from it so much because yes. of the, simplicity of the tech in nature just for like movement and spacing around the stage so um at its core like sword characters probably benefit from it the most um just in, just in the most it. traditional way so yeah yeah another advantage for sword characters amazing yeah um it's funny too because yeah i a lot of sword characters can move really well too because when you think of like safe long distance aerials i'm like i think of you know like belmont that's great it's not going to help them out too much. Their their air movement is trash. Like, it's just not going to be the thing for them. So it's just funny to think about, like, another good thing for Cloud, Aegis, you know. Think of the characters that are really going to benefit from it. Already characters who are mobile get even more mobile. Yeah, Aegis. Good example. Nice shot production. That was really good. That was really quick. Um, but, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it really affects the meta. And I, I like it too, Charles. We were talking about this a bit when Gimmer kind of revealed the tech. And it's like... 
I feel like a lot of us or a lot of players are fighting against the buffer system when it comes to playing this game. And this kind of, instead of like swimming against stream is what I said, this is like swimming with it. Like you're using the frames that they have in there to kind of naturally move in the system that they have implemented in the game. And uh, we don't need to get in the weeds too much with that, but essentially like the buffer system, it's like training wheels for a lot of people, which is helpful, but sometimes they hurt you when you're trying to just do some basic stuff um, and you move like too fast. You know, is that a good way to break it down, Charles? You yeah, think? a lot of people yeah. dislike yeah. the buffer yeah. system, but like over yeah. the years, we've come up with a lot of things that are ca- are you know capable of happening because of the buffer system. Like a lot of the stuff I do at Diddy Kong are actually exploits of the buffer system, and like all the crazy stuff I do. And this this tech is also an example of taking advantage of the buffer system. So I feel like we've come full circle of like. At first, we kind of just hated it, and it felt like it was limiting the game. But now it's like helping. The buffer system existing is like helping push the game to its limits now, which is pretty interesting. Right. So we, it's I feel I feel like at this point you either have to accept it, accept it, or you're gonna get left behind, because now people are like actually exploiting the buffer system in a good way. So mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Yep. Oh, Martha's moving. Sorry, yeah, yeah it's, it's, true. it's really good with Martha. Yeah. But Leo's a like, genius. He's the first character he went with. He's farming the interactions, dude. He knows what he's doing. That's smart. That's <laughs> smart. And I, I feel like even if your character, like, if your character doesn't get much out of it, like, I still do believe Fox doesn't really get much out of it. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you're screwed. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you don't have to. Like, in my opinion, I don't think you have to do this tech. Like it's not like if you don't do this tech, you'll be left behind. Like just some, some because it's. I do think it's situational in terms of yeah. Uh, like if your character can abuse it, but still, like even if you, even if you can't really, if your character doesn't utilize it that much, you still have to be aware of how other characters utilize it, right? So, and even even then, like your your character probably can utilize it just in a sense of like. If, if you have any kind of follow-up with, like, a RAR or something like that. I think most characters can get a little something out of it. Even if it's just, like, making your follow-ups a, just a tad bit more consistent, that helps, right? If you have to do, like, double back air or something like that, or just, you know, down throw into a, a back air, any anything into just a RAR, it'll, it'll help. So I think there are going to be characters that take way more advantage of it, but just Wait. making sure you're aware of that is the main thing. Oh no! Does that mean that down throw back air is going to be more consistent as Byleth? Yeah, that's what actually. it was the Palu, right? Yeah, that's what the Palus were saying. Oh so no! Better. Yeah, yeah Leo, Leo actually might start doing more. Like I know he doesn't go for too much throw stuff in the oh. corner, but back throw or down throw into back air is a like actual kill confirm for Byleth. Um, Leo usually tries to set up like Nair and Affair kind of like that's generally yeah. his style. It's more swingy, but because and he he might not go for the down throw backer as much in bracket because it might be a little harder to execute. But now maybe he will be more open to doing it, right? Which yeah. makes his corner pressure even scarier. Uh, Wario has a lot of ways to connect Nair one into Nair two more consistently with this with tech as well. Really, so, yeah, reverse he, Nair. Like, you can do up tilt into Nair 1-2 with, like, flick shot Nair. And, like, yeah. Void has been doing flick shot Nair with Sheik, and you get, like, the, the back side of it. Yeah, you get the mm-hmm. back hit, and you, you can go into, like, another forward tilt back air, and, like, he just chains you. Yeah, it's different than the the, forward, the normal forward tilt Nair because it's, um, it's, like, the weaker hit. So it, yes, it can, it's the like, weaker side, yep. He goes, he can do it longer. Yeah. 
The thing about Wario's Nair is he doesn't care what side he's facing. He just wants both hits to connect. So it doesn't matter if you like flick shot and change directions with Nair because as long as you're getting the combo, it's all he doesn't care what side he's on. So right. yeah, it's cool. Side note here, I love how Leo wears his headphones. By the way, they're so close to the front of his face. Yeah, look, there you go. Look, it zoomed in. That was great. Zoomed in. He said he really likes his hair color. It looks good. He's killing it, dude. And now his characters are even more broken. Leo, it's a good day. It keeps getting away with it, bro. You miss my energy, Marcus? Is that what it is? Yeah, bro. Like last week, I was like trying to, I was trying to has it up, and I was like, honestly, Marcus <laughs> took really? over. This, Marcus took over last week. This it was, was not for me. No, I could feel, I could feel the whole like. Promise like, <laughs> has his presence, bro. You bring a, a great dynamic. I appreciate that. Yeah, I miss, I really did miss it. Like, I just wasn't feeling well. It was just not my week. So you gotta know when to fold them sometimes, man. So it is what it is. Um, <laughs> we could talk about. I have some upcoming tournaments. It's interesting because we're kind of we went through like a gauntlet of tournaments again, um, and now we're kind of like on the slower side of things. But there are some good tournaments coming up, and again, some more hot tournaments coming out of Japan as well over the last weekend. So I didn't watch oh, any of them live, but we got our our guy uh, Kaneki Kaneki official on Twitter. Um, he's a fan of the show, and he has just been sending us so many notes about. Um, the tournaments that happen overseas, whether it's Japan or EU, like just so many notes, like he's the man, like he just, yeah, he's just like, I really want this stuff covered in great detail. And so here we go. Like he just did a really good job with it. So, um, yeah, Marcus, I don't know if you watch, is this the one that you watched the Shuton one? The one, the Shuton one? I did not watch that one. No. Say, (laughs) I can't do it, man. There's just no way. I'm just terrible. I'm just, if it's not English, man, I'm completely illiterate. Sebukeki, Sebu. Help! Someone help! We appreciate you trying. Help! Someone help! Two hundred players. Two hundred players. A lot of upsets. Um, Shutan won, which is great. This is his first non-invitational win of the year. Uh, Asimo again, doing really, really well with Ryu. Love to see it. Ashimo, sorry, Ashimo. Oh yeah, wait. We should definitely talk about that tournament. I forgot about that. Ryu. I forgot that we didn't talk about it. Uh, and then Lee Suto, who's a Wi-Fi Terry who was seated to go 0-2 and and got third. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> all right, yep, cool, sounds good. And Yo-Yo, again, it's spelled like U-U, if you were, Y-O-U, Y-O-U, uh, it's pronounced Yo-Yo, apparently. It was a Shulk who was seated to go 0-2 and got top eight, got seven. Um, yeah, just insane. Passeramon lost to an Ices. Uh, the matchup rude. sucks for Fox. Yeah, I could see that for sure. It definitely seems like a stressful one. Um, there's a lot of good. The best uh, Bayo in Japan beat uh, Juso, a good uh, Inkling player. No, there's lost. so many good results. Was that? They lost to the Inkling. Or lost, I'm sorry. I had that backwards. Yeah, you're right. Brood going plant again? What's up with that, man? <laughs> What's going man. on? That's Brood I think it's it's cool that Brute plays Plant, but man, he's such a good player. I, I, I know he a better character, but you know what, Brute, do your thing, mess him up. Brood I, I'm be just jabby. a fan since I'm just a brawl fanboy, so the, the yeah. plant jab be like <laughs> it, that jab's frame too. Yeah. It's really good, yeah. And jab. the gentleman's nice. The rapid jab is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Steven Minecraft. Steven Woo! next tournament in the cut. I think yeah. So I think the two main. Uh, takeaways from Sebuki, Sebuki, oh, whatever, man. You already know. Uh, 
Shutan getting first, which is great. Congrats to Shutan. And Ashimo, again, getting second with Ryu. So the theme continues yeah. going into Kagaribi, which had about 750 players. A Cola. If you don't know the name Akola. already, you have not been Akola. paying attention. Akola. Akola. Yeah, there Thank you. you. Thank you. Akola. I know. I said it to myself a thousand times, I swear. I just forget <laughs> it. Um, Akola, again, Steve from Japan, which is, I think at one point we said that. We were like, we need to see a good Japanese Steve player. True. Like that, I think we, I'm pretty sure we said that at some point. Yeah, we were, we were it, like, yeah. bro, why is there no, there no, it was when, um, when Gact first came for a glitch. And he was like just losing to Steve's, and we were just like, "Wait, oh, there yeah. are no Steve's in Japan. Like, where are they? Like, what the heck? They need yeah. some. Look what we've done. Oh no! <laughs> now like summoned Akola. Akola, did you first. see that? Yeah, get up attacking into the TNT while they're recovering. That was godlike. And you're yeah. invincible, so you don't get hit. He has so many little tricks. Yep. I, I love to see it. Um, I think this Steve is insane. Uh-oh. Is potentially the best character in the game. Oh. It's too lit. Definitely it's in possible. The, definitely in the tier with the, the best of the best. Not the worst. Definitely in contention. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let's this check. character is starting to break no. the game, and by starting, I been breaking the game. Let's it's check crazy. the teams. Who had Wait, Steve huh? in their top ten when we did our tier list? Oh, nobody. That was that was a different Steve. I didn't know about the tech, damn it. They didn't I, have the you know, tech. Proud of, why are you proud of that? I knew, dude. Because it, it feels good to have a good prediction. I also had several top five, so they really balance out. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be right. <laughs> we don't talk about that, though. Except for all this top five. Huh? True. Oh, man, in no. a perfect world somewhere. Stop. Yeah, he is. That'd be great. <laughs> um, but it was, I, I rewatched it, and the one thing I really had faith in is that they would find tech because, and that was something, it was not so much about the characters, about the community, like because they really, really, really wanted to find tech with this character. I mean, it is about the character. You can't be garbage. Like, sure, the little Matt community is like super pumped about him and has all his tech and stuff, but it's not going to pay off in the same way just because the character differential, right? Like, that's great, and you know, you can push any character any limit, but the same at the same time, like Steve's frame data, his ability, like his natural game plan. I didn't even talk about his punish game when I talked about how strong he is. Not to mention, like Charles said, all the little tricks he can have, like especially ledge trapping this character is the truth like he just is jesus this character uh, is damage wild. output recovery the block you've been saying it a lot charles recently that the block might block be the best move in the so game broken. which is really interesting yeah because like I-, I will say like that was sick, you can a community can try really hard to find tech obviously but it also helps that you have a move like block that just yeah. is the only move in the fucking game that creates terrain in the air like the fact i will say this right now um the fact that you there is no lag animation after a block breaks and you just like fall off of it they didn't put they didn't put any animation i think that's a huge like development issue in terms of like the strength of the character because now you can get away and you you can mine blocks you can hit blocks um there's a steve infinite that's posted because you're like you're going back and forth starting up down to the down to can hit the block too um you can like th- this character is so wild because even the way Akola plays this character too. Like sometimes you see him get offensive with his blocks, like put blocks behind him. And let me tell you right now, when a character puts blocks behind him and they they start playing neutral with you, you all of a sudden lose access to horizontal options that are that will because if you there's a clip of him fighting a falcon and the falcon goes for run up jab, he texts it, he texts on the wall and just hits him for it. So. If you can't use horizontal knockback moves against Steve, all of a sudden, now the in most characters' kits, 
your longest range move for spacing hits usually horizontal, right? Uh, so because of that, when the wall's behind Steve, he shuts down a lot of your options in terms of horizontal spacing tools. And then now you have to play neutral with this character and you're like, oh, well, crap, I can't really like hit him like left or right, you know what I mean? And that cuts a lot of options out. Steve is one of the few characters in the game that can put like a two two blocks behind him on a ledge trap, throw out a meaty aerial. If you get up, attack it, he techs it and he hits you. Name one other character in the game that can throw out a meaty aerial and like if you get up, attack the, and hit him, you can get reversal. There's no other character. The, the And those are very simplistic uses of block. Yeah. We didn't even get into the bullshit of like, yeah, like shield art. Oh, oh shield art choke is, yeah. Oh, shield art shulk versus get up attack. Okay. Void, Void got me. Oh, he did get. Oh, he got one you, dude. Ooh, character. good one, Void. I, I was fucking wrong, dude. Rip. Wait, who gets. Who does a get up attack in the shield art shulk? Yeah, who, get, who gets up attack who in the shield art, though? No, no, no. But, you know, he's right. He's right. He, shulk is the another character that can get hit by a get up attack and reversal you in on a ledge trap while throwing out a meteor aerial. He, he solved the riddle. He solved the riddle. Wait, what about focus attack? Ooh, hmm? focus. Oh, wait. We got armor. Armor. Yes, armor attack. Well, there's the top two of the tournament, Steve and Ryu. Ryu yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryu, that's a very surprising right? character to get. Dude, and Ryu like Ryu, so as of recently, has been doing really well. We had uh, Ryu do well at Genesis 8 as well, right? I can, I can. Yeah. Yep. I can, yeah, of course. Went crazy. So, it, it is crazy. a really interesting topic. Obviously, like, in my opinion, a really interesting topic, 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 topic to see where Ryu's kind of ending up right now. Like... As the meta goes on is, you know, and we develop more tech and know and understand the game better, is shield pressure, you know, and speed getting, it was it overvalued at first, so Ken got overvalued, and now, like, the camping style of Ryu is going to be a little bit stronger. It's it's really hard to say, man. It, it's really cool to see, though. I, I think Ryu is such a sick character, like, period, like, just as a character in, in any game that he's in. But in Ultimate, especially after the fireball buffs and everything else that he got, things like underrated things like his up air the hitbox on his up air is so it's so stupid like it's and it's multi-hit and you can cancel it that like, was the bread and butter for uh yep ashimo yeah, is that how you pronounce the tag ashimo 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 yeah like to beat to beat gak they landed like weak nair into rising up air true shoryu is so cool huh yeah up air one, yeah you can cancel up air hit one into true shoryu yeah, because it's when, two hits. When I talked to Ike and we were, I asked him what he thought about some matchups. You know, uh, I, I talked to him about Genesis, uh, and he, I asked him what he liked so much about Ryu against Pikachu, and he he said up air was one of the things he really liked, just because the hitbox is so good and active, and you can cancel it. Like that's just obviously fireballs, and like all that other stuff is good, like whatever. But Ryu's ability to kill too helps a lot against Pikachu. Not that Ken is a problem, but with Ken you have to get close and confirm stuff. Ryu can kind of throw, not randomly, but you, Tatsu, if you throw it out there, you can beat out some of Pikachu's stuff. But he mentioned up there specifically, like that hitbox is, I think I think it's gone underrated for a while. And I think since his neutral air was not what it was in Smash 4, because in Smash 4, it was like one of the most broken aerials in the game. <laughs> and in this game, it's, it's very, it's a lot more honest, but it is still really good. And I think people have slept on that for a while. I think people are starting to get it down. Combined with the buffs that he got, like it's it's really nice, dude. I love seeing good Ryu. Obviously, I love seeing good Ryu play, but we'll see how he keeps going, man. It, it'll be interesting to see him, him can we we all talk about all the time who the best of the fighting game guys are. But... I always said Ryu was the best. I don't know what you guys are talking. Ryu's about. the best. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, I was right. Oh I, everyone god. called me crazy when I said Ryu was the best uh, fighting game character. Isam e e always said that he thought Ryu was significantly better. Do you than know Ken. why? 
I think Wait. it's because uh okay, so there was a period where he would play Vendetta on Wi Fi oh, okay. and get absolutely smoked by him. It's by, Ryu. By his Ryu. Yeah, yeah. remember he because that's how Vendetta won the um the Smash Bros. Tour like southeast section. Yep. Was he ended up playing Esam and he just smoked him. Like Yeah. Um, I always said to Esam it's because he has Pikachu goggles and Ryu does better in the matchup by a right, lot. Right, exactly. It's, yeah. it's like Ken's worst matchup by, well, not his worst. It's it's down there for sure, like his worst matchup. And Ryu, it's fine. Like it's it's almost an even matchup, I'd say. If if not straight up even for Ryu. Yeah. Whereas no with Ken, it's like a even. 60-40. What, Pikachu, Ryu? No way, bro, it's even. Bro, I don't know. It might be. Yeah, I'm saying, dude. From Looks everything like I've seen, I don't know. Pick up. Hmm? What? Pick up Ryu? Oh, please. Okay, once again, just like last week, I'm saying it. Olimar is on the come up. Yeah. Olimar is back. Who's that, 34? Was that the player's tag? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Amazing Olimar Winning all the Wi-Fi tournaments. That character is popular at top level and consistently, like, placing super well. Yeah. In multiple regions. In multiple regions. Olimar, the spaceman, is back. Wait, we're all fans of Olimar, right? Like, this is not... Yeah, I, I like, Olimar. When I talk sometimes, Dude, Olimar is... it sounds sarcastic. I mean it. I actually mean it this time. No, I, mean, I like I Olimar. Like, Low-key, like I'm a fan, and I don't know when it happened. Like, this is a very recent thing. <laughs> I I hated Olimar, like, the first six months, four months of Ultimate before he got nerfed. I he really hated nerf. I really hated Olimar, but it's, it's funny because after the nerfs, Olimar grew on me, and then... Some of the other character additions that we exactly, got to Ultimate, yeah. I was just like, "Dang, Olimar! You know what? You're not I'm, as bad. I'm hype about Olimar. Yeah, it's yeah. Bad. <laughs> I love watching Olimar now. It, yeah. it's a to me, Olimar feels like a very fundamental character, and I don't know. I just like I like watching it. I think In the way, Pikmin yeah, lineup I dynamic. I love commentating Olimar. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting how I kind of flipped 180. There's yeah. actually a clip of me at like the first pound where they they turn on the camera. <laughs> And so they, they didn't let me and Max know about it. And oh, no. Max, I was like, oh, so who's coming up? Who's still in winners? And then Max was like, Myron. And then now, no, this is live. It's live. <laughs> and I didn't know. And I was just like, I just like sigh. I'm like, oh, I like roll my eyes. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Olimar, dude. It's so I just, funny. I just hated Olimar back then. <laughs> well, we I, it, it's funny because I'm, I'm cool with Myron now. I, I've like talked to him oh, after. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, I didn't like mean it any personally or anything. <laughs> I actually think yeah. Myron's goaded. Myron, and he's Myron been doing amazing can Myron, recently, too, right? Rules. Yeah. The Myron's he's great. Um, what was I going to say? I used to be the same way, especially commentating Olimar. Like, used to, it was worse than Smash 4 too, I think, but it's better now. Like, his damage his damage output's insane. Commentating him is so easy and fun. Charles, we were talking about this last night because yeah. his game plan is telegraphed. You know what's coming. Like, what's his lineup? You know, did he do an aerial and switch to a blue? He's probably, and you're at kill percentage, he's probably looking for a grab, you know? Like, yeah. Makes different. the commentator sound like a genius. Yeah, exactly. Hey. So, <laughs> and the thing is, and like, if you're sitting there and you're like, these guys are idiots, like, Olimar sucks, try to try to play him. That's what made me appreciate him. I'm yeah. like, try to to play him man it's not that easy it really isn't like and it feels very satisfying like especially someone who's new to him like when i would hit like i when i would run away and like get my purple pikmin i'd feel so good i'm like oh i have them and like yeah approach me now like yeah dude it felt good i don't know i pulled a purple yes yeah it felt great dude i got a purple then they kill it and you're like oh fuck like god damn it all over again exactly it sucks like it 
and that's when I learned, like, that was a lesson as a commentator. Is like, dude, if you don't like commentating a character, try playing as them and see what you think after that. It really isn't that easy or, you know what I mean? Like, and there are some characters out there that's like, oh, this character's tough to commentate as. Try playing as them. It gives you a good perspective for sure. Sonic was the same way for me. Still don't really understand that character as well as I can, but I've come around to appreciate him a lot on commentary, especially watching Sonic's more. And especially during quarantine, I mean, it was it was ride or die at that point. You're either going to yeah. learn to like commentating Sonic, or you're going to quit. Like that was, it was retirement, or it's like it's the, the meme with the two paths. Going to get yep. used to it. Yeah, commentate Sonic and enjoy it, or retire. Like those are your two options. Like that yeah. was it. That's what you had, and it's an easy choice for me because there's a lot to appreciate with those with those characters and stuff. So. How are you guys feeling with Smash right now? Like, are you guys playing a lot? Like, what what are y'all up to within the actual game itself? I've been playing a lot more recently. Um, I know when we had our January episode, that was like one of my resolutions. I just want to play the game more, um, like for just commentating in general, like especially when you start getting older as well and you don't really compete as much. It's not like your first priority in Smash. I, I found it a little harder and harder to play, but I think during right before quarantine or during quarantine, I just switched over to Fox and it helped me a, a lot just to play the game more because I, I, I made Wolf for like the first year or so like I made Wolf pre quarantine essentially because he was just like a very good character. Um, I, I still have fun playing Wolf, but it kind of got to the point in the ultimate meta where it was very clear that to win with Wolf, you have, you have to play very defensive. You, he's not like a very shield pressure like character in my opinion. Like, I think he can still pressure shields well, but to get a lot of reward, you have to drift in with the character. So I, I just, I like hitting buttons. I like pressuring shield. I like moving around really quick. Um, and I was a Fox main in Smash 4. So I started playing Fox a lot more and I'm just playing the game a lot more and it's really fun. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's been fun. I've been playing Wi-Fi a lot more. So I've just been playing a lot more in general. And I'll see you I'm in the arena. Fun. Yes, the <laughs> East Coast, West Coast arena. Let's get it, dude. Yeah, classic. Dude, and it's interesting, Charles, because we always talk about know your goal know your goals when you're playing and all this stuff. So I'm I'm really glad to see you playing Fox because it means you're gonna be playing more and enjoying your time more and all well, maybe not enjoying your time more because you kinda hate when you play Fox. I, you you, I, love it. you have a very much love hate relationship playing I've, Fox. I've I've been coming to terms with it. Like I go. know when when I die at fifty, I know it sucks. But then when I back air someone's shield, I know it sucks for them. Or if I yeah. air someone's shield, I know it sucks for them. And like <laughs> I'm dashing around and like you. And another thing that I've come to terms with is Fox as well. Like Fox really sucks off stage, but I think Fox is one of the hardest characters in the game to juggle. He falls extremely yep, fast. Yeah. You That's have. True. You have to guess. You cannot yep. react on a fox juggle unless, like, the fox is just not opting the fast fall or anything like that. Neutral air dodge fast fall, just fat, empty fast falls, fast falling with, like, a really a frame four nair that's he gets a lot of reward off of. So you got to, you know, if, if you're respecting the nair and you're trying to whiff punish it, if I fast fall into the ground and shield, then, you, you like, the juggle's already over, right? So knowing, yeah. like, obviously understanding like i feel like before with fox i would always look at the weaknesses just being like oh my god i'm dying at 50 like if you can't edge guard fox your do dog shit like <laughs> blah, blah 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 right like but instead i'm trying to look more at the positives of the character like okay well how am i really losing neutral because obviously i have a very strong neutral and my opponent has to respect a lot am i Am I turning certain situations into a juggle situation? Like, can I illusion high and create a juggle situation instead of an offstage layup for my opponent? Stuff like that. So, just also yeah. like looking into the strengths of your character and trying to not only, 
I think it, it can be a very negative downward spiral if you just look at the negatives and you're just like, you're just focusing on that every time you lose, right? It's just like, right. well, of course I died off stage. Like, duh. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Because that's what. All right. So <laughs> people may have seen, bro, I was, I was talking, I was in Void Stream earlier and he was like, bro, Marth? Question mark? And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I got a recommended video from VG, and it's you versus the snake. And I'm like, oh, no, I get smoked in that set. But anyway, I haven't played a lot of Marth, right? And that <laughs> set, Have you seen the Smash University video on Marth? Yeah, it's actually, actually really good. I've, okay, I've okay. watched it a lot. That's actually part of why I picked up Marth. Ignatius um, goaded. Yeah, I, I was sitting there, and I was playing Marth, and I was like, Dang, I kind of miss Midman right now. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like, like I, there are things that I absolutely abhor when I'm playing Midman, right? I'm sitting there, I get bored very easily because it's the same interactions over and over again. Someone's running at me. They're probably going to jump. They're going to risk it all trying to get in. I might hit them in with like a strong move. I might hit them with a weak move or they might hit me. If they hit me, I take infinite or I die. It sucks, right? That interaction happens the entire match. And sometimes I'm just like, man, I wonder what they're going to do now. Oh, they're going to jump. Oh, they're going to jump. Bro, the entire match, the entire oh, tournament for jump. you. Yeah, exactly, right? So, like, it just keeps happening. And I'm like, dang, they find it. I finally messed up. They jumped in on me. I got hit. I died. If I were a different character... This would have happened if I was a character that could recover. If I was a character that had like tools and disadvantage, oh, I'll be going crazy. And I picked Marth <laughs> against Snake, and I was just like, I have to fight Snake. Yeah, I'm I'm missing Min Min right now. Yep. Wait a second, bring Min Min back, right? Like, <laughs> I want to put the Min Min goggles I'm back. I'm playing Min Min versus like Ganon and K. Rule, and I'm like. Or I'm playing Marth versus Ganon and K. Rool, and I'm like, dang, if I don't hit no kill setups, they live in a, like, 210. But with Min-Min, they can't even play the game. So it's, like, it's really easy to lose sight of, like, what's strong about your character until you pick a different character, right? Like, Yeah. I'm definitely going through a similar thing. Um, definitely playing more Belmont, which is fun, which is Gavin's fault. He said my Belmont has the X Factor, and I've never forgotten it. I bring up <laughs> anytime I hit anything with Belmont, like that's the X Factor. I was really like, curious. One day I just asked Haz, I was like, like, who do you think your best character is? Like, what do people usually tell you? Which hurt my feelings. And he said Ken. Like he thinks Ken is his best character. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, like that's interesting because I think Belmont is your best character. Like I think you have the X Factor with Belmont in comparison to your Ken. And, but I was like, but it makes sense why you think your Ken is better. Like, yeah. Basically, like long I, story short, he's been playing like more Belmont because of me and stuff. Especially because I play Diddy and Belmont yeah. does better versus Diddy. But well, uh, and with that, it was like I was kind of thinking about it, and I think very similar to what Marcus was saying is one of my worst habits that I have is. Well, I went from Smash 4 Bayo was my main, who didn't have a disadvantage state, or essentially her disadvantage state turned into an advantage state magically with Witch Twist <laughs> or Witch Time. Yeah. You just won while you were getting hit. 
it was amazing. It ruled very much. Switching <laughs> switching to Belmont after that, almost impossible. I remember turning to Mars very early on. I'm like, what do I do while you're hitting me? Like, what can I do? He's like, dude, nothing. Like, eat shit, basically. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, you're getting hit. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I went from, like, the strongest advantage state ever in Smash to, like, one of the worst ever in Smash, especially with Belmont. Um, and then what I realized over time, and I realized this only recently, is with Ken, I have a bad, and Ryu, I have a bad habit of focusing a disadvantage a lot because it's a it's a good get out of disadvantage tool especially against some characters like wolf or whatever who don't have really strong multi-hits in the air to break it without a super hard read or whatever but what i realized was and when i was playing richter against you last night uh gavin is whenever i get hit with belmont which i now i love this about myself because i never thought about it I'm like when i get hit by them and when i'm into disadvantage I think as hard as I can every yep. single time on how the hell do I get out of the situation? What's my next move, right? Like, what am I going to do next? If I'm predictable, I'm dead. You know what I mean? Great recovery against Komei, by the way. That was sick. That was actually terrible. But anyway, sorry. I can't go on <laughs> that was actually godlike. Oh my what did that mean, dude? You're All right, I got to stop watching my video. Sure you spammer, dude. I am a sure you spammer for sure. But a part of it, too, is I do that to test people because then if they don't respond, like if they just keep pressuring me like idiots, they're going to eat like 20, I think, Richter's upbeat is like 18 and Ken's is like 21. So, okay, you want to keep pressuring me? It's like, yeah, it's a lot, dude. It's like a yeah, ton. It's going to um, And it, they're both frame six. So, like, that's definitely a bad habit I have between the two of them, which is really nice. Um, but the thing with it is, with, especially Richter, if I, if I upbeat foolishly, I'm going to eat a huge punish. So, when I get a chance to, like, if I'm getting juggled with him, I care so much about getting out of that situation, which is very different than how I feel when I'm playing Ken. So it's something I've been thinking about in my gameplay a lot more that I need to do with, with both of them and not just Richter is really, really, really think about disadvantage and bad recovery and all that good stuff because an easy way to lose with those two characters is even though they're very different in a lot of ways, they're very similar in how bad they are and um, disadvantage and recovering sometimes. So uh, I've been playing a lot more too. And like Charles, it's it's... I can't really enter a lot of tournaments. Like life is just busy for weeklies. And then also at majors, I'm usually commentating and working. So um, in terms of goals, and I was talking to Jude about this last night too, Jackal. So he asked me, he's like, you play yeah. a lot. Like, you know, you don't really enter a lot of brackets though. I'm like, I wish I, you know, I wish I could. Well, I could, I guess, but I wish I had more time to. Um, he's like, well, what do you play for? I'm like, I just really like to. And it keeps me fresh for commentary. Like, Having that perspective of getting ledge trapped by someone and being in that pain allows me to relay that information in a good way in commentary. Like just under like being through that, like being ledge trapped by you or by Jackal, like really, really good players. I'm like, it just you feel that pain and it just it I think it helps me a lot with commentary, being able to relate to that stuff and being able yeah. to talk kind of more first person perspective than kind of just like, you know, like just uh Speaking from what I'm seeing, like speaking from right. what I've felt and what I've experienced. So not a lot of people get to be a part of the tweak jackal practice <laughs> sessions. So. It's brutal, bro. It's probably brutal, take, it's we really can probably get a lot out of that. Yeah, bro. I do. That's yes, I am getting. Oh my god, I get camped. So I play Richter. I'm the least campy guy in the rotation. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy, bro? <laughs> yeah, I'll be, yeah. be on Mim and like, bro, can y'all move forward? Like, what's happening? <laughs> no. That and, Never. and that's what Jackal I was talking about last night. I was like, dude, plus I just feel like an idiot if I had an opportunity to play against such good players and I just didn't. Like I think to, if I ever got to a point where I'm like, nah, I just don't ever want to play against these guys, I'd be like, it's time to hang it up. Like, period. <laughs> you know, like come on, like these are some world class players here. I gotta get some good practice in when I can. So I just love playing, honestly. So it's been really fun and 
I think with Ultimate, what a lot of people have found, and this is definitely the case for me, is I just love my characters and I love, it's very satisfying to hit stuff with them or try to get better and improve. So I don't know. I, I still love to play. That's kind of the bottom line, but yeah. What about you? Said, all right. Be a competitor to play the game, essentially, <sighs> I, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, like we, we can still compete and like try to play our best. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I, I think I've actually entered like a couple of brackets, like, you know, got shit on, didn't make it out of pools or whatever yeah. as recently, not at Genesis, but like at Glitch and stuff. But th- it doesn't, you don't have to be like going to locals and stuff just to play the game and, and wanting to improve at the game because the process of improvement is fulfilling. Whether mm-hmm. or not you get PR'd in your region or PGR'd or anything like that, I, I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate the process. And that yeah. that process can, one, it can just be fun. And two, it can also help you grow as a person because you're reevaluating yourself and you're humbling yourself to the point where it's like, okay, what do I need to improve on? Stuff like that. So don't don't underrate the process. You know, it's still it's still a fun process to go through whether you're trying to get results or not. Definitely. And you kind of, you started off pretty strong. I don't know if you talked about Sephiroth in the last episode. I listened to a bit of it, but I didn't get through the whole thing. But you did drop that pretty early, Gab, in, the, in terms of you playing. You've been talking about Sephiroth and Diddy again. Uh, and no, no Wolf again? What's going on? Come on, man. What's going um, on? Wolf lasted a week. It's cool. So <laughs> Two weeks, right? I, uh, Maybe two weeks. I got COVID, sadly. And I haven't been playing much. I haven't been... Uh, I've been pretty much in bed a lot lately. I'm trying to get back into the swing of things like playing Smash and doing Metafy lessons and streaming and all that stuff. I'm slowly getting back into it. Um, I don't know. I, I've, I feel like my mindset has shifted a little bit because I just haven't been playing as intensely as I was. And when I do, I kind of just pick my favorite characters, which are Thankfully, Diddy is my favorite character and my best character, and he's, like, super good, and, like, he's, like, a nice, like, niche anti-meta character, so I get some, like, nice little advantages that a lot of people don't have. Um, Basically, like, there's only one, like, I don't want to sound, like, super arrogant, but there's only one tweak Diddy Kong out there in the world, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to fight anything like that. And I feel like I'm the type of guy who likes advantages like that, because I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve, and I like to do a lot of... I like to take your stock before you can even blink kind of thing and shake your hand and leave the setup before you can even realize what hit you. So yeah, Diddy, I love Diddy's my favorite to play overall. He's really good. So like, he's like a character that's always been there ever since I started taking him serious. So I never hesitate to main him, but the characters after that have been shifting like every five seconds. Um, Sephiroth is like my favorite character, like on like the roster kind of like visually and all that. Like, He's really tough to play, and he's like, I don't think he's that good, but I've just been trying to make it work, and I've been kind of, my goal lately when I've been playing is to, like, not care that much, if that's, that's I don't know if that sounds weird, but I kind of just have fun with it and just do what I can and, like, try to learn and, like, do all, do what I, like, all the tech I can do to, like, try to win or you know, have an edge over my opponent, like do my footstool out of shield with Sephiroth or like go for the crazy hard read. Like I'm just trying to see if I can like approach the game a little differently and like see where that brings me, like, you know, kind of playing a little bit more carefree and see if I play better that way. Uh, But yeah, I just, I guess I haven't been pushing myself super hard because I've been sick. I've also been dealing with like a Crohn's flare up because of COVID. 
So I've been feeling pretty terrible. But um, yeah, pretty chill episode today. Not a lot uh, to talk about in terms of tournaments, but Slingshot is pretty interesting. The game is kind of like shifting. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. It's been great. Uh, there are some upcoming tournaments this weekend too, which I thought would be good to cover because there aren't any of like the huge U.S. majors going on. You got Code Crimson. That's in Alabama. Roll Tide uh, on the 14th. You got Scat, Goblin, Sonito, uh, to name a couple going. So that should be a good one. I'm going to watch all these for Ooh, sure. Zerxel might go off. That's in Alabama. Yeah. Zerxel got second the last time like a bunch of Georgia people came. Midnight, nice. Sorry. sorry. No, no, it's great. Jake is going to be there too. Um, Mugen, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a really good tournament. Um, uh, Local New England ones, Smash the Line, Uh, Lights Going, Ling, Scott, DM, Kiwi. Like, you already know who's coming to a New England regional. So that'll obviously be players. Yeah. Uh, Back in Blood 4 as well, which is in Portland, Oregon. Fatality, uh, Bowser Leon, because it's not going to be uh, French Leon from Lucina. Uh, (laughs) Elegant, Moxie, Luis, Send. Um, Apollo Kage, like just a lot of amazing players going to this tournament as well. So a lot of good stuff to watch out for. Those are all happening on the 14th too, just so you guys know on Saturday. So going to be a lot going on that day. I'll be watching, that's for sure. Maybe we do a yeah. watch party again. I'm definitely going to be yeah, possible. So Yeah, yeah, that sounds hype. <laughs> Thank cool. you guys for watching today, episode 47. That's a wrap. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. See you. Bye.